0: So here we are, episode one, and um, so th- the only guest I thought of, and it, this is for a really good reason, it's if you weren't the first guest on the show, I, I know from my perspective, I'd never hear the end of it. This it, it could be going on. For the rest of our friendship, why wasn't I guest number one? For those of you that don't know, which is probably a lot of people, this is uh Andreas Tim, aka the German, aka, Hello, AKA the worst thing to happen. Oh no, 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 what was it? Um it The worst thing to happen. No. You are what's wrong with skateboard. <laughs> yeah I've been told
1: that. This is this is being said. Yes this being said to me yeah. by a 13 year old girl I was there yeah <laughs> was at skate park made me think you know made me rethink my life choices
0: that's for sure well yeah. I th- I think that kind of thing can only be good for you mm. in that aspect where you where you kind of say am I the worst thing <laughs> <laughs> am I what's wrong with skateboards? <laughs> she, she she also actually
1: added that I'm the one thing that's absolutely horrible and not
0: fun about skate parks. Well, um, I, I think for a, a lot of skate parks, the thing that's horrible and not fun is the design of the skate
1: park. Yeah. I mean, everybody gets filled that into the same section, you know, and I, I do see that being a problem, right? I come fast from one side to another and cross right through and somebody is walking around in the flat and look, we had our dramas throughout the years, you know, like, oh, yeah, you But know? you know
0: what it's, to me, it, it's it's a new problem and it, and it's a very um, first world problem, you know, the complaints about the layout of a skate park, you and I growing up, like we're almost 10 years apart in age. Um, however, skate parks are such a new thing in abundance anyway mm-hmm. that we both grew up in a time when they're, wasn't skate parks. There just wasn't any skate specific facility uh, free to the public anyway. Well, prefab at best, right?
1: So, Pre- some, some Sometimes those like <sighs> a dead dead uh, end lanes, you know, had like a little prefab thingy build and it's, yeah, it's they're calling me not fun about skating, right? Well, yeah. I, but I, uh, I, it was a different time, you know, I used to like literally sit two hours on the train And go somewhere to skate a mini ramp with a massive hole in it. Absolutely. Uh, That was in Germany? Yes, that was in Germany, you know. Mini ramps were far and few between, and skate parks were pretty much non existent. You know, everything is closed down. We had some good stuff in the 80s, very little, but good few ramps. And uh, yeah, by the time the 90s came around, you know, it's just, we were pretty unwanted everywhere. The councils were kind of just.
0: I think it started as unwanted and that's for, for as far as Australia goes from my experience um, it started as an unwanted activity. And so you only found a skate park. Like for me, I remember traveling to, um, to Alawa near, near Hurstville. And that was like a Mexican hat, donut bowl, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And it was only half of a yeah so tape it tapered down at either end to, to like nothing to open up yeah. because they they just build these these things and um no drainage in them. so you' you'd have to have it open at one side so it, yeah. it it'd, it'd drain out. but aside from that, there was like a couple of vert ramps, one of them being a Monvale um and the other one being Curl Park, then there was like Olds Park. Um hollies at one stage were well, yeah and other than other than backyard ramp um, there was like free to play open to anybody so few facilities that I think it wasn't even worth calling those things skate facilities like it was a vert ramp here a donut bowl there yeah. and talking about 25 to 30 kilometers in between. But it was the everything. best, right? It was the best. It was fine. you love to go
1: there, hang out with friends, you know, like uh, it's just, it's been all about the travel and the getting somewhere on a skateboard, really. Yeah, that's and it. Getting from like A to B on a skateboard via trains and buses and everything else was kind of everything because we're like kind of living on skateboards, right? It's so, like, it's Nowadays, you know you just roll out you know your car, you know with the perfect wheels to a perfect park and you complain if it's not clean. yeah it's a, it's, it's a different world, right? We're, like why isn't the council cleaning this? Yeah uh, well why, why
0: don't you have a broom in the car? We're definitely spoiled, you know like uh, I, I think we're not spoiled because we can still remember when there was no such thing as that. I think um, to a large degree, and it comes from not growing up with it. Like kid, kids now, all they know is that. Mm. And so it's easy for them not to look back in history and go, oh, what do you mean there was this? Mm. This is only a new thing, you know? Like, um, because that's all they've known their, their whole life. Because um, mm. it seems to me that kids have started now because there is a skate park near their house. It's it's not the other way around, you know? You yeah. start skating and then you seek out a skater.
1: Yes, that's very true. Like uh, it was by choice, yeah. I, I yeah I remember the first time I spotted a skateboard somewhere or like a guy with a skateboard with the Tony Hawk fringe and stuff is yeah, okay, I want some of that. <laughs> <You know>?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Well for me it was it was um it was at school and I didn't fit in so I had the situation where my, and this is really early to be hated by and hate a teacher, <laughs> no. but I hated my teacher. I'm pretty sure she hated me. I um, and, and like the shit back then in school, teachers would not get away with today. Even 20 years ago, they wouldn't get away with it but like in the 80s it was like teachers could do fucking whatever they wanted right so for me it was six hours a day with someone i hated (laughs) (laughs) then the kids i didn't get along with any of them so we pretty much hated each other um and i didn't fit into the the like because they all it was cricket footy um what else? Soccer was kind of big. And I, I kind of looked at that and went, well, that's all right. It looks like you kind of get left alone for a long period of time. But yeah, all, all that shit, they just didn't speak to me. And, but I saw, and there was nobody skating at my school. There was no such thing as a yeah. skateboarder. Um, And I saw one dude cruising down and he wasn't doing anything. He was just rolling. But he was, like, rolling through a crowd and just kind of weaving. And I was like, well, that looks more like what I want to do than anything else I've seen so far. Yeah. And I begged for a skateboard yeah. after that. And I finally got one. And as soon as I had a skateboard, I, that was it. Forget about it. So I leave all that other shit behind. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Hate it. Like,
1: it's. I was just so fascinated by just the concept of standing but moving yeah it's just such a i was just so fascinated and taken by it you know like uh, now you say standing and moving you know standing and just it's just a weird i just always was taken by it since i'm like i started skating probably with five six years and i just like garage sale type thing, flea market with mm-hmm. my dad. I seen a skateboard had a wave on it as a hobby, surf flex, you know. With like uh, trucks, did it have banner trucks, no. you know? And uh, so it turned really well, and yeah, yeah. you know, the first experience on the skateboard,
0: and it rolled and it turned, and it just felt awesome. Where you grew up was was it like uh, where you grew up in Germany? Was it kind of like? Um, a larger city so that it was largely concrete and like you had your areas like your car parts and stuff like that it was it, it? it was
1: semi-large i think it was like about thirty thousand. so it would be something like maybe i don't know like a little smaller than Newcastle or something. I don't know how many people Newcastle has. It's like 400,000. Well, a little smaller than Newcastle. <laughs> 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 no, but we had like undercover car parks from apartment blocks and stuff. So right. it was definitely, and you know, we always had tar in Germany, nice tar streets that were pretty maintained. So like Germany rolling around. Tar. Well, it was between that and then the that, 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 those old plaster stones, you know, like yeah. like, so it was like a mix. But uh, yeah, it's just... No, the day I got it. Ever since then, I've like basically been limping since I'm five years old. Yeah, smashed knuckles, bruised, rolled ankle. It's just never really stopped since I'm five. I think that's you always got a scab
0: or two. I I know. <laughs> I know. Like... I think this thing that people don't realize about skateboarders is, is that you know, like, like because I'm going to physio now and they give you a form. Mm-hmm. at the beginning of physio. Yeah. And they have four lines on that form <laughs> and at the top of it it says list previous injuries, yeah. fractures, sprains. <laughs> <laughs> and so and I've had to do this before and you have to walk up to the counter, the the reception desk yeah. and you speak to the receptionist and and you say, "Hey, I need like four sheets of blank paper (laughs) that you can have to attach to this or can i just verbally say to the physio or to the doctor what i've done in the past because the list is so big so like what but what i was going to say on that is that when people go oh um people that don't skate and they're like you know a, a conversation will come up and it'll be about Oh, yeah, this time when I needed knee surgery or ankle surgery or neck surgery. Dislocated shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, and their question is, oh, but you're not hurt at the moment, right? And I always think, I don't know a skateboarder who isn't hurt at the moment, who doesn't have, <laughs> as you said, like an injury or two, a scab, like something that impedes them from. From just living like the rest of the people out there our age um you know like walking without a limp uh, not having to think about which arm you pick something up with yes which way you roll
1: out of bed not, not how too long uh, not to lay on your arm for too long or things like that it's just it's been but i for me it's normal yeah like the daily struggle is normal like exactly. getting in and out the car or something weirdly or just man hitting yourself on a doorknob or something this is just oh. this is torture beyond belief you know oh. like i i just uh <laughs> the amount of pain you go through to do like the tiniest learn the tiniest grind on the curb the amount of sacrifice you need to put in for but, that is insane really
0: it's it, it's completely insane <laughs> it's, but i do think that that is that that's what separates um like a skateboarder from somebody who rides a skateboard, you know, like, cause you have so many people and they're like, I used to skate, but Oh, why just stop? Well, I fell over and I broke my arm and it was like, I'd only been skating for a year. And then I had to weigh up if I wanted this to be my life. And then you have other people who go, okay, I fell over. <clears throat> excuse me, we can edit that out. Um, I fell over and I broke my arm and (laughs) all I could think about was getting back on the skateboard, you know? So yeah, I, I think it's definitely there's, there's something that draws you to it in the first place. And I often think that is sort of feeling isolated from even within a, a, a society. Um, or it could just be, I need, like a, a creative output um but then i definitely think it's a certain mentality that keeps you in it and yeah yeah i noticed it from from really early that like a few kids started skating um that i went to school with and within a year they they'd all stopped. all my friends used to skate Oh, like oh, like you know, we used to at one
1: stage like everybody, everybody had a skateboard, everybody skated. Yeah. and there is virtually for a year. I don't think there is one single person from my past in Germany that still actively skates. Is that what?
0: <clears throat> like, is that one of? Or do you think that's one of the factors in in so wh- why Australia? Like wh- why did you feel like Australia was random for me? Like Australia is like, Cause to me, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're, you're in Germany, right? And you're going, man, I really want to go someplace where it's a good skate scene. No, nope, maybe not too far, <laughs> not isolated, not, not, not on the other side. And then you of- go, ah, Australia looks good. Like,
1: yeah. So, so how do it how- I, I had no idea about the skate scene in Australia. Like, literally. I came here for like a work and holiday year just because of the recession in Europe at the time after the Euro came in, and it's quite a long time ago. Now it's nearly 20 years, so mm. it's been here a while, right? Against, you know, how sound and all. <laughs> but, uh... No, it's just I arrived here and I did the traveling and the fruit pick and I kinda hated it because you know you get exploited and that's the toughest life and sunburned and dehydrated every day and you know. But Sounds like every every other fucking shitty little town had a skate park. Yeah. And I met pretty much in the first few days, I met the friends that I fucking still have today at Bondi Skate Park hanging out and having a beer and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, smoke after like a skate session. And, uh, and it's just, uh, you know,
0: like-minded people. I, like I remember your English back then was, um, so you spoken English was pretty horrific, Like you didn't speak a lot of English at all. And I wonder if you could understand more, Um, then you could speak, like if it was that kind of a barrier so that, that when we were talking to you and going, Hey, do you feel like going to do this? You could, you could decipher that in, in, into like the box it shouldn't be in like, Oh, you know, like I, I had school
1: English, but there
0: was 10
1: years previous or something, you know, like, so I, I understand like, uh, you know, the basics of English, but then like thinking something in German and then like reacting
0: quickly in English, it just doesn't come out, you know? But then uh, the other thing as well is uh, Australians don't speak the kind of English they're going to teach you in a school in Germany. Oh, that, yeah. like that, It's not going to be the case. It's not but the Queen's English. They're not, they're not, they're not they're not, <laughs> they're not, they're not. When you're in school in Germany and you're learning English, nobody's going, G'day, mate. <laughs> now, <laughs> nobody's going one-on-one, okay. How's it hanging? How was it hanging out, you know? Um, no, nah, it's
1: definitely was difficult. But look, in Sydney it also wasn't as bad as let's say somewhere in Townsville or in sure. in in double or wherever I like, you know, yeah. and ended up in so many weird places. But it the skating is really what kept me here because Germany and Europe really at the time of the early two thousands had like nothing. There was like Marseille, there was like one, two things, but you know, in Germany, there was nothing new for like 20 years, you know, there's nothing. So for me, it was like, all right, it's warm here. It never rains. There's skate parks everywhere. And then I started like, because I'm a central heating, uh, air ventilation fitter in Germany, like HVAC here, uh, mechanical plumbing. I started getting work in my field and I'm like, huh. I can't even make more money than in Germany. You know, it's
0: like, yeah. uh, this is just, just going to roll off the C- punches. you no, know. And I also remember before you started doing that kind of work and you were doing everything, basically odd jobs, everything. It was my like h and, and I remember cleaning. I remember you before bowl sessions, um, like, uh, with tape because you couldn't afford like proper pads, like heat yeah. pads and stuff like that. So you, I think it was, it was like bar mats, like bar towels, and you were <laughs> the yoga, yoga mats and stuff like that. Yeah, you yeah,
1: Cut it up it. and uh, used to tape it but on either directly to your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, look, it was pretty tough getting used to Bondi Bowl. I never skated anything that big previously, so yeah. I had to put in hard yards. You know, like so. I don't know. If you don't have the finesse, you gotta go with your head through the wall and yeah, And yeah, it's it kinda how I learned to skate it. Luckily there's a lot of talented people that's always came and you know, you exposed you're exposed to so much. When you like isolate in the middle of nowhere mm. and you're not exposed to sick skating, it's like hard for you to actually comprehend. You know, it's like so far away in the video and yeah. you don't have no correlation what's going on but when you're like around people that rip all the time you know so you start going faster you start that's going higher that's the one
0: thing you, about- like you need to skate with people that skate right yeah to eat. well that's the one thing about that period of time like you say like the early early 2000s um was that the the sessions that went down in bondi were just off the hook, like any any given weekend, Adam Luxford was there. Like he was a yeah. fixture. Yeah, he lived there. But yeah. if if John, John Fox lived there because he looked o- after o- the o- skate park, yeah, yeah, up on the Road, it it seemed like everybody just wanted in in that bowl. Excuse me, what? There was some. um There was some, definitely some some really heated, like Sunday afternoon sessions there, especially outside of daylight savings time when everybody tried yes. to get down there for the gold. Yes. Oh. After work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah. And yeah, it, it, I think that was a magical time for, for Bondo skate park and Australian skating, Australian skating, Australian
1: skating the international through fair, because it was just such a known spot worldwide. It's mm. just on the skate map. If there's skater traveling worldwide to seek out stuff, Bondi would be one of the stops at one stage. At the early and 2000s, and- it's just uh, any given, like, well, that especially- Italy, rippers from Spain, rippers from France, rippers, mm. like, from everywhere, Canada, America, like, uh, Kiwis, you know? Like, it's just insane the amount of people yeah. that came through there. <laughs> well, that... The jacks. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody, Tony Alva hanging out. Every, everybody perfect. is fucking down there, you know. there's was like, was there one person that we didn't have down there? Like maybe Dwayne Peters. No, On yeah, the no, top no, of no. my head, I don't everybody think else was there, right? I, I,
0: I don't think he's allowed to fly. Well, there's that, that, that you know, know but, but but I mean that that time kind of echoed like the time I remember, which was early '90s. Um when the Bondo Mini Ramp was there. Yes. The first coming. Yeah, that's it. Yes. And, you know, like Alan Peterson was there and 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 who Great gator Great who gator. Like anybody who traveled, they ended up going down to Bondo to skate the mini ramp. And then that was the end of the tour. They just Stayed at Bondi mm-hmm. for, for like five days if the weather was good, you know. Like some of the sessions on that mini ramp were off the hook as well. Like, just and this is just from locals, mm-hmm. forget about anybody international. Like, mm-hmm. Bar Khan skating that thing was like so good to watch. So gunk, much power. gunk was on it, gunk, Ty, uh, Ty, Jake Brown, and Jake Brown, um, mm-hmm. Chris Holland, Chris Holland killed it. It was showed to Chris Holland. Yeah, well, I remember like I remember the first time I saw. Actually, speaking of skunk, the first time I saw skunk skate was when the vert was still down at Bondi, mm-hmm. and he came down one day and it was like usual Saturday or Sunday afternoon kind of thing with the usual heads down there, and skunk was dropping in and trying kickflip no grab to to fakie Fakies, on, yeah. on that and this was like really early days for for yeah. like street skating to be done on vert. like everybody else is just go, trying to learn crooked cops you know? <laughs> and and this kid is just busting and like and not trying them like at coping high or like uh, half on and- board above the coping like three four foot well, the there's a reason he's got to
1: travel and get onto etnies early, in, mm. you know, for Australian skating. Um, Waynos is another one of those, yeah, super talented like guys,
0: you know. I don't know what's going on with their feet. Yeah, there's, there's. Ah, uh, look, I think I, I, don't like to think of people as talented. I think yeah, there's, there's people that get stuff faster, but like. Those guys put in work. Yeah, that's it's like true, Ty calling, You know, everybody's like, mm-hmm. Ty, like I've known Ty Colling like a really long time. He's been working for all his tricks. I don't think none of them just came to be. I think he worked for. Uh, he worked for everything pretty hard. You know, that's it. That's it. But yeah, that that <laughs> scene back then, um, and then coming into to when Bolarama started. Speaking of Ty yeah. He won the first one. The the very first Was one. it the one with Chris Sen on the cover, like on the flyer? Uh, Chris Sen was there too, right, on the first one? I don't think he was. I think he was there the second. The second one? I'm not too sure. To have to, I'll have to do an episode with, with, with Ty. With Ty, yeah. Tai will clarify that, you i find yeah. out exactly what happened. Uh, yet, but And TNT and all those guys in the early balleramas, man, that was hot. Well, that was after Taiwan. Yeah. So... Um, yeah. So the first one, no stand. It just seemed like it was just a group of people there <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. But it was like, oh no, this is a comp. Yeah. Um, you no, know, the first one
1: didn't have any grandstands, you know. And then like, it's like, okay, it didn't, didn't have of people eating, yeah, so not <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't think it's gonna blow up that that much. I mean, week no. did it, bro. Oh my god. And it, it became a week, and then became two weeks, and then next thing you know, Newcastle is involved.
0: It and- it it, it, <laughs> grew, it grew into something that I, I had never it, witnessed a, in skateboarding. And for for a competition, <clears throat> what started as a three hour contest, <clears throat> um, and then it, like you said, multiple stops. Wellington and New York had a Bolorama as well at one yeah. stage,
1: right? Yeah. Oh, it's just like really. I mean, look, and Spain, uh, hey, Basque country. Shout out to Sasha for making that happen. Sasha Steinhorst, of course. Rest in Rest peace. In my God, bro. Blessed. The amount of shit I got to see, the amount of people I got to hang out with at Polarama and everything. I mean, that's. Mm. Not even if I would have inspired to, like, like you know, from a country bumpkin town in Germany to, like, meet my childhood heroes, you know? Like, mm. it, it's just. It, you can't really put that in words, that shit, you know? It's just so. That's what separates it from all the sports as well. I mean, hmm. people say it all the time, like the stupid, hey, are you can you play golf of Tiger Woods just because you play golf? Or you know with skateboarding? It's just It's like that. It's like that because it's not just the comms. Because all those people are in for the long run, they're in for the passion. You meet them at car parks, you meet them at skate yeah. parks, you need to meet them in the rain. And like it's yeah. not like you don't just meet
0: them on the million dollar court right i think think a lot is to that's because from my perspective anyway it just comes back to that the 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 home for misfits basically so all those people at some stage felt the same like they didn't fit in so they They then became a part of a community. For me, it was it started as a really small community of three or four friends. And then we discovered that there were communities like our communities, all skateboarding. And then it turned into some city skates starting in Martin Place, where I swear there was 50 kids and would skate across the Harbour Bridge, skate North Sydney, skate back across the Harbour Bridge, hit spots till we got kicked out, that kind of thing. And that is in... I th- I think anybody it doesn't matter where they are in skateboarding, yeah. it came from that. Yeah. It came from that small community feeling. Despite how much uh, skateboarding has blown up now and the level of celebrity within skateboarding, it all started there. It all started as you know, like uh, I don't I don't want to play football. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. So yeah. Like, where, the where vibe, I feel the, the vibe and the feeling
1: seeing somebody do just a little grind and nearly kill himself and just trying and trying and then rolling away, you feel that tension and that passion. Exactly. The even same if- as the person feels you trying the big spin and like, you know, landing and bailing and well, betting that, pulling it. <laughs> you know, like it's just, yeah. uh, that, that you, well, even on that edge, you kind of like, you both have this wide eyed, it's, it's the same feeling. It's the same it's the same feeling doing like something little or doing something big when you're on the edge of your capabilities on a skateboard. Very
0: true. It's it's, it's also it, it communicates to each other like for example, you know, like you, everybody's seen like Tony Hawk going like screaming and yelling because some little kid has just done their first frontside guys, you know? Like and he's as hyped as they are on it because he sees it as, um, you know, remember the first time I did a side guide? Like, yeah, it's it's such a good community that way. Yeah. It just get hype. I
1: had those moments at do dude, skunk yelling me, pulling off my
0: tail slide, right? And yeah, yeah. everyone is like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, about his own tail slide. <laughs> And it sounds like, it sounds like <laughs> someone's just done the first 9-hundred. <laughs> yes! skating. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, again? You know, that's what I love about this, you know, and that's why also it, it's, it, it, it breaks other boundaries, mm. like having actually semi-decent conversation with an 8- or a 10-year-old and just having fun and skating with them and just wow he's you know so gutsy and the next thing you know he falls and he cries it's like oh that's right he's just a little kid. yeah, yeah it's that's like it. no it's but we are the same while we skate you know I don't like you know everybody's the same girl boy old young you know it's it's just uh, yeah it's it's amazing about skating it still is even so all this blow up and stuff it's still it's very inclusive and very I apart from me I'm the thing that's wrong about skateboarding, right? Yeah. Hey, inclus- uh, inclusive.
0: Hey? Interesting that the, um, the, 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 the thing wrong with skateboarding feels like, yeah, feels good about skateboarding. You should feel real bad. You, you gotta be, you gotta be
1: out the box, you know. Like you can't say, "Hey, skateboarding is just like going slow and using your small space." No, skateboarding is all of that, right? Skateboarding is the little, skateboarding is the big, skateboarding is the
0: rough, the smooth, except for pressure flips. I don't
1: mind a pressure flip. It depends on the context and how you do it, you know, and what the board looks like. You know, if it's a big egg with tiny wheels, you know, you got to work one out, you know. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I guess, you know, there's has its place, really. The first hard flip.
0: You know what? Total pressure-y. Yeah. The, oh, The <laughs> day one? Yes. No stop. <laughs> Very pressury. y Wrong foot catch and all. That was, yeah. I know, man. Did the board bounce off the ground? I think it did, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, before his feet got on.
1: Yeah, oh, it's a blur, but I know it's definitely been a front
0: foot catch. I'm going to look it up. And yeah, maybe we can yeah. put a little, um, yeah. a little window. It depends how good I can. click, click here. It it depends how well I can uh, uh, edit this. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm the test pilot. Yeah, and you know what you were saying about uh, having a conversation with um a little kid and, and and having that that level ground is kind of it's why i wanted to do this because i just find i think skateboarders uh m- my friends and everybody i've met within skateboarding all have such different stories because it does come back to the it, it welcomes everybody right doesn't matter race color creed what walk of life what your background is what walk of life bro the fireman
1: fireman rob, arms out with the fucking junkie and the and the homeless and the hippie i mean like what like and serious and at that point you are all level we're all the same Uh, absolutely level and none of us can relate of anything we do in private lives, no. You know? no like apart from skating, it's like so bizarre. You know, he's like a rock and roller. I'm a DJ. He's like, like you know, nobody can like. Under yes. normal circumstances, we would never talk to each other ever.
0: No, that's that. Like, uh, it. But when it comes to having that in in your, even if it's in your background, you know, you, like you grew up skateboarding for whatever reason, you stopped. I don't really think you stop being a skateboarder because during the pandemic, so many people came back home, right? So many people went, well, I'm going to start skating again. Um, And I think if it, if it goes through your head because you look at the world different, once you start skating, you look at the world different, you pick out like little spots that nobody else is looking at. Like you I get to the top <laughs> of a set of stairs, and I do this at every set of stairs. I look behind to see, yes. like, what the run-up's like. I did it this morning. I did it this morning. Is there a crack there? <laughs> perfect
1: run-up, perfect run-off. I did it this morning, bro. Four kings. If anybody's interested, kink, <laughs> flat, kink, flat. Really awesome, picturesque background. Get in touch.
0: Yeah. I checked one out this morning. I'll, I'll put your um Gutsy people all I'll be- put your Instagram on the bottom of the screen. You can uh hit Andreas up for a pin. No dick pics, please. Uh I don't know. I right? know. <laughs> <But, laughs> so uh recently, let's go on get on to recent times. Cause you you're you're getting to that level of the beer that, recent times that we've got to start talking about more recent times and how how is skateboarding now as a forty year old uh how old are you now? Forty two. As a forty-two year old, correct. I'm young. Um, yeah. Feel young. The young guy. The young uh, I'm always the young guy everywhere for my whole life. It's kind of fucked. Well, I used to be. I'm the young guy. You I'm so the young guy. I like, grew up skating like everybody was three or f- four years older and then I took a nap. And now I'm 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre. Um, but yeah. So as a 42 year old, with I'm not going to say that that your your skills are diminishing, but I I find for myself they're shifting. They they change. They're shifting. Your skill set shifts. You know. I mean, you have
1: to stay tuned. You know, like it's everybody that skates knows you don't skate, you get rusty. And uh, look, are you skating much at the moment? I started picking up again. I've been partying a little bit lately. You know, that's my other life that's no, going on. You're turkey. Yeah. yeah, me and. Her. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a I had a foot problem for most of last year. Oh yeah, that's right. A the of yeah. uh, and yeah. So it's getting better now. So I... what, that thing that that's when it, you put trying to. Yeah, it's a tendon between the toes and the heel. What's it called again? Uh, plantar fasciitis. Huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Google it. Maybe. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, it's basically there's a tear in it, and you know, like at night time, you, you when you relax, your foot sort of the tendon shortens and relaxes, hmm. and then every morning when you get up, it kind of will tear. Uh. So it's really chilly to heal. You know, you can put yeah. a sock on to keep your foot straight, and but I did a lot of physio, acupuncture, rolling the thing, and now wearing uh,
0: Converse Pros. Now, now you, yeah. N- Now I'm back. Yeah. Is it, does it bother you? Not anymore. Not anymore. I any- mean, wearing
1: Converse. Uh, just joking. <laughs> it, you know, it should bother me yeah. because it was like my whole life I thought this is the worst shoe in the world. And it's been... I grew up wearing those. Yeah, I know. And
0: you know how horrible they are then. I know how horrible like the old Chuck Taylors that that were made just for people to wear on the street yeah. would be fashion shoes yeah, yeah exactly Those, I, the, the, not the, the, how horrible oh, those would be to try and skate in are they owned by Nike uh I, yes because I think that those got like Nike insoles and shit like yeah. that so it's like different they look like a
1: normal shoe like, but they are like inside they're like a space called, luna something space food see there you go yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I mean, it feels like luna yeah. Lu- Not like uh i'm pretty happy on those you know if i don't if i'm not like you know the one of choice probably would be lakai i i guess but you know uh you know beggars can't be choosers i'm like happy with them at the moment and i'm yeah. super happy that i'm back though like back to skating i'm like slowly getting back into it Impact mm. like I don't want to do too much street skating and ollieing and flat and banks and stuff. I'm like better on the bowls and shit where I can step off a bit smoother and not You're skating hit. Meadow Bank. Yeah, I've been skating Meadow Bank a little bit and also a little bit mini around the corner. I live near Glebe, so you know yeah. it's like the mini there. And just stay tuned. Yeah, it's winter, it's hard to get motivated, but fuck. You know i do i do a lot of skating with the roller skater girls so they keep me motivated they're like come come this come this and i'm like oh god where fucking are oh. you know, you know like
0: I, I love you need energy you know i was roller skating girls asking me um like i got a, a back injury at the moment but I think I would get back on a the skateboard. If there were roller skating girls saying, "If anything, hey, yeah, yeah, exactly." I'm a, I'm a roller girl, lover at heart, you yeah. know. Like, I got my motivation from different places.
1: Back childhood days, you know, you know, skateboarding, roller skater girls, you know, like somewhat. Yeah, that's you know, it's yeah. all right, feels all right. Have, it's good to have an adrenaline. Dude, did that have roller skating in it? I think it did, but a lot of stuff had back in the '80s was know. it not like this starlight express
0: <laughs> <laughs> i remember going to and i can't remember if it was with school or it was during school holidays there was like a, a roller rink where they had like roller disco when i was i can't even remember i couldn't tell you how old that was the roller rink that's where i met my first love oh yeah so i have a thing you know for roller skaters. Well, yeah, I, I think your first love is always going to influence your life. And look, well, it just i I'm like a, you know, like uh, really waiting for my first love hey, to influence. I haven't, I
1: haven't said that. Just on a side note, I was married to a roller girl, so uh, like not anymore. So
0: it's like uh, it's not during, always uh, ends up being what you think it. You know, during that know, time, like when you were getting divorced, and it was all. Fucking terrible. I don't want to, like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was all right, actually. It was a blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you had other shit going on. No, nah, always, you know. That's life, right? No, but I mean, yeah. like, um I don't really want to force him to having a conversation about it. But, you know, you had other really hard <laughs> yeah. shit going on in yeah. your personal life. Um, did you find, like, were you skating much then, first of all? Look, it's really, like, you know
1: i don't beat around the bush and shit you know like my parents passed away and i get their and a lot of stuff piles up and you know i was in a pretty dark place there for a while you know and it's super hard getting out of that hole by yourself and not invading yourself to go and do stuff but every time i skate and i come home i'll just have this you kind of release some of this negative energy you know just It just wear yourself out people get it from exercise you know i mean people yeah. get it from doing push-ups and other crap you know like you do a bit of exercise it's
0: actually really good for you and i i listen to a lot of um um uberman uh podcast mm-hmm. and you know watch is his shorts on instagram and read i subscribe to his newsletter mm-hmm. there's a lot of useful information in there and it all boils down to that, but I found, I, I can't find the, the same feeling in anything else but skateboard. And I tried, I tried it with drugs. Mm. I tried it with alcohol, mm. with women. I could not find the the same the same level of, of I don't know if it's release as much as it's adrenaline. It's the adrenaline when you are
1: like, okay, now I'm going to get hurt, but then you don't. You just get this little you startle yourself like this little bit and it just gives you this shock. We're just adrenaline junkies. And, and we're like the people that are the skydivers. They must be like it. They're bathing in it, bro. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's that's like, quite Three minutes off.
0: <laughs> three minutes what we get like a split second off, bro. Yeah. They're like beef junkies. I can't I I can't imagine that I don't see it a It's fucking I'm yeah. Not getting in. I never done it. I never done you it. Know what? i'll get in a skydiving plane but in my head i know that that plane is gonna land all by itself <laughs> and so i see no reason to fucking jump out of it Like it doesn't make sense but now that you say that just thinking of it i think gives me a little
1: bit of a rush you know if fucking i never done that i think i will gotta do it you know i mean look yeah. makes sense we're fucking adrenaline junkies that's the and if nothing else. More than bungee jumping. That feels like you rip your spinal cord out. That could you know, be good for my back. The Predator? Oh, yeah. Bungee jumping. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I don't know about One that. of the Mortal Kombat. Mortal <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, the finishing
0: move. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, woof. Bungee jumping. No, I'd, I'd never been drawn to anything else. I don't think I needed it because I always called it, okay, so I didn't always call it and like these days i'm i'm taking better care of myself through practices like meditation and so on so but i always referred to skating as oh meditation yes, yes. street good. yoga i i call it personally yeah. street yoga. Well, you're in the you, gather, you do spend a lot of time yeah. on the ground <laughs> street yoga it's good for you um but yeah i always um <clears throat> i i thought about it as meditation before i really knew what meditation was mm. um because my my thinking of meditation back then was that you have nothing going on in your head, and you, then and you're not you're not paying attention to anything. Whereas meditation is kind of the opposite of that. You're focusing on certain things and yeah. just letting you know you're breathing, and then, then you like yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, that's that's that scene. Like everybody talks about it. You know, a million skateboarders have been interviewed and they're talking about this while you're like at the trick doing it there's just this everything shuts off you know i've it in ballerama three times Mm. i'm definitely not there to go for the pie and shit you know it's like you're nervous and shit but while you're like in there and you're doing your shit the fucking thousands of people around screaming are just gone bro like you just can't like it's you know like it's and so are your worries on a Wednesday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon or whatever, oh, you know? Okay. Like, it's just like that, yeah, zen moment. You yeah. got like little zen driplets, you know, between tricks, you know? Like, it's it's nice. It's addictive, it's a little, you know? Like it little
0: spark for Yeah, and then you, boom, you slap on the ground, you wake up. I like, love oh, I love that. See, that's, that's always my, I don't know about you, but so in the last, I think I've had more breaks in skating in the last two and a half years from different things. Like I broke my ribs. Uh, what else did I do? I did something else. Oh, my hip surgery. Hip surgery. <laughs> um, and now my back. And it's the only... neck before that. That's, you know how long ago that is? Like when I broke my neck is now, it's almost 12 years ago. But what? Yeah. Fuck dude, it feels like a few years, bro. I know, I had to look it up because because of what's going <laughs> on with my years, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, hell, bro. Um dude, man. Fuck. But I just can't Yeah. That's 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 how long we've known each other because we had already known each other for years. <laughs> we did before all the pool and shit before yeah.
1: that like we did all the pools you know before yeah. we did all the curves we did all the pools you know we yeah. always did the fucking dirty missions <laughs> <laughs> Never. we don't like easy spots yeah we gotta be
0: fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we won't turn up yeah that's it yeah this is like, hell yeah, man yeah and that's it's the the opposite to a skate park right where you have the expectation of everything being good i think back to some of the places we rocked up to and just went yeah. like, <laughs> like just going, this is the opposite and not even figuring out if a pool was skatable. I remember the one in oh gee, bro oh that was fucked <laughs> but that was, it didn't <laughs> have any surface on it oh, fucking hell man like, dude. Just trying to figure out how to ride that thing was the biggest trick that went down in that Like, to to, to actually... hitting the light on that fucker
1: was like a fucking mission and a half. I was so frustrated. I nearly started crying. You know how that came
0: about? Huh? You know how that came about? No. From a guy I skated with. um, So I skated with this guy here and there, probably only like maybe a handful of times, but we skated a couple of pools, one of them being the infamous Watson's Bay pool, um, and Um. another one being chatswood pool i'm not even sure if i skated with him at chatswood but he was walking past that building he doesn't skate anymore hasn't skated in years he's walking past that building he looks over the fence and while he's still there he's called, he sends me a message going hey there's an empty pool in Coogee," and i go is it does it look any good he takes a photo and sends it to me and then sends me the address we're With, within, yeah, within three hours. Bless him, bless him. Andres, is a
1: little <laughs> in the car, you know. Now we had a few good ones, you know. The, the latest sand Ives one was, I mean, latest. How many years is that now ago? That would be surely like three,
0: four, five years now as well, is it? Like It's, it, that was before I moved to Malambimbi. So that's, um, it's at least four years.
1: Fucking hell. They don't come around often here in Australia, unfortunately, but Definitely
0: more often than in fucking Germany. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people don't have more uh, pools in Germany. Is it because of the weather? Yeah, it's just not warm enough. And then the people that have like things, they get frozen. We
1: fro Yeah, yeah. We get frozen lakes and stuff. But you can drain them in winter, right? So, like the pools. So you don't well, you let it. them freeze. And then you got ice skating in your backyard. Real estate prices are, well, you know, we got 90 million people in a fucking. What is how how big is Germany compared to Australia? Is big as I don't Tasmania. know. Yeah. maybe. No, like maybe a little bigger. Mm. Maybe a little bigger. I don't know. Look it up online. It's tiny
0: and it's yeah. got a lot of people, so yeah, people don't have pools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um okay. kinda of makes sense that you know, if you can see it I, I had an ex-girlfriend, their parents had a pool, but they were dentists, you know. So uh... both her parents
1: were dentists. No, one was just a trophy wife and one oh. was a dental lover.
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, bless them, you know. So where do you reckon where where do you reckon you're going with skating now? What what's what does the future hold? If you know how they go, um, I don't know if they did this in German schools but in in school over here um it was my experience with the guidance counselor the guidance counselor goes what you need to do is figure out what you want to do directly after school where that's going to lead and where you want to be in 5 years time and so if you've had to put that in to You're sitting here right now, and I'm your your skateboard guidance counselor. Skateboard guidance counselor. Kind of like a skateboard life coach. And I will say to you, look, I want you to come up with what you're going to do next weekend, how that's going to affect the, the next six months, and then where that's going to put you in five years. Okay.
1: In skateboarding. Wow. That's rough. Okay, look, I really love inverts. I really, really love inverts. I didn't give up hope yet. I'm forty two. I still can't do an invert. I didn't give if anybody wants to teach me my uh this is my Instagram, click here.
0: It'll be down the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, like, uh, I'd go next weekend. I'd go skate Meadowbank. I'd do a few, like, uh, frontside airs, a few Smith grinds and stuff, and get myself my wordy legs ready. Wordy legs ready. It's not that word, but, mm. you know, inward, you know,
0: mm.
1: in six months.
0: In six months. Is that the, the what, what the, I already forgot the question. Well, so yeah, like, uh, I, that's the six months plan. Yeah, my six, so next week's going to be a
1: skating metal bank. Yeah. Get my mind set and look at the wall and thinking of planting my hand, And then, uh, you know, oh, like, I'll come work on that. Well, was the second
0: step, and then five years. I shouldn't have. Done and, that. and how that six in months, five years? Yes, how that six months plan is going to lead you five years down the road, and where it is going to lead you. If I, in six months, be able to do inwards, we'll
1: do a hobby once first, maybe before we stall them and fall to the flat. Yeah. We uh, then in five years' time. I'd be a legitimate contender for the old school fucking competitions, which I already competed in for the last 20 years.
0: Oh, I always found that so funny. But whenever there was a local call and the Masters would come up, Andreas, you, you would be in the Masters. In the Masters. And I'd be like, I think that guy's like 26. I'm in the Masters, skating against all the old comms, right? But, but Ty would always say whenever when it was like one of the Bondo comps, uh Bondo skate riders comps, Ty would always say, Yeah, but he skates like he's old. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's good, you know? It's just this this constant shaping of the body with concrete, you know? <laughs> You'd be like hunched over like the fucking... It's like panel beating. It's panel beating. You just keep on punching at a fucking metal, you know? And one day it's gonna give in. That's it. That's now, like, uh, it's kind of funny. And I just feel so sorry for all the old guys that may have gotten the trophy and I became privilege, you know, because they were like trying to do this for 30 years. And then I come in with 26 and just take their spot. Yeah. I'm so sorry for anybody I offended, but I'm also really glad I was part of it, you know, like, because. You, uh, you've got the trophies. I got, the, I got all the. Actually. Hey, if I've taken your trophy, come pick it up. I need to declutter. I got like a lot of <laughs> Mazda trophies I actually don't deserve. So <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, I guess if you think you, if you unfairly treated, <laughs> yeah, if you think you should have gotten that trophy, but it went to
0: me, <laughs> Andreas Tim, yeah, yeah, my Insta, get in touch. Look, I've got him. i think let's let's wrap there it's been um it's been a pleasure buddy awesome bro thanks for having me hey hey i feel privileged to be in early like uh you know yep season one episode one. one andreas tim what's next inwards